0: I could see my own beauty reflected. In ancient mythology, Narcissus was a hunter from Thespi, who was known throughout all of Greece for his unparalleled beauty. Most of us know him as the inflated figure who was so infatuated with his own image, he knelt at the banks of a lake and died staring into his reflection. Because of this depiction, I grew up associating Narcissus with arrogance, vanity, self-importance, and, well, with narcissism. I despised what he symbolized so much, I didn't even like the myth itself. It wasn't until I read Paulo Coelho's prologue to The Alchemist that I developed an entirely new take on Narcissus. And now it's a tale I think must be told. Quelo writes, When Narcissus died, the goddesses of the forest appeared and found the lake, which had once been fresh water, transformed into a lake of salty tears. Why do you weep? the goddesses asked. I weep for Narcissus, the lake replied. Ah, it is no surprise that you weep for Narcissus, they said, for though we always pursued him in the forest, you alone could contemplate his beauty close at hand. But was Narcissus beautiful? the lake asked. Who better than to know that? the goddesses asked in wonder. After all, It was by your banks that he knelt each day to contemplate himself. The lake was silent for some time. Finally, it said, I weep for Narcissus, but I never noticed that Narcissus was beautiful. I weep because each time he knelt beside my banks, I could see in the depths of his eyes My own beauty reflected. I read this and I was so moved, I read it again. In one short passage, I went from abhorring all that Narcissus symbolized to idolizing him, to idolizing his power, his potential. Think of the people you love most in your life. The ones you'd rather be around than any other group of people. Picture their faces. They're beautiful, aren't they? And you can't help but smile when you think of them, can you? Why? You find them beautiful and they make you smile because they show you a beautiful reflection of yourself. Isn't it true? Your closest friends, the people you choose to be around. You look at them and you can see it in their eyes. They see you not as who you are, but who you're capable of becoming. They love you even if you don't change a single thing. Yet oddly, they're the ones who make you want to be better. Think of the power Narcissus held. Even though he was a mythical character, he had the opportunity to make a very human impact. An impact we're all capable of making. Like Narcissus, so many modern figures own the eyes of the entire world. Whether it's because they're gorgeous, brilliant, rich, or athletic... Or they're just the ones holding the microphone. All of them hold the very same power. We hold that very same power. My words may not reach a million people at once. And I might be the oddest combination of gorgeous, brilliant, rich, and athletic. But I don't need a microphone to make an impact. After being stunned by Paulo Coelho's ending to Narcissus' story, I awoke and I decided to start embracing my interactions with people. I decided to start viewing them as opportunities to control what I reflect, to show others what they cannot see for themselves. You see, we're always reflecting something. Whether we mean to or not, why not mean to reflect something beautiful, something that makes people feel loved, something that challenges them to be better, something that challenges our world to be better. In the depths of my eyes, your beauty is reflected. Narcissus in the lake might not personify an image you connect with, but the message remains the same. And if you look around, it's everywhere. Dale Carnegie calls it giving the dog a good name, giving others a reputation to live up to, assuming that they're better than they might actually be, and in effect, Challenging them to become better. Coach Elliot calls it rising to the occasion. Elevating the level of standards by embodying them yourself. As onlookers first admire and then follow. My dad does it without even realizing he's doing it. He says to the fostered troublemaker, you're a good boy. And this whole house loves you. Up until this point, the troubled teen hadn't exactly been a good boy. But he's also never seen the love in someone's eyes as he's challenged to be a good boy. Now this is where I challenge you to challenge others. Use the human connections you make to reflect other people's beauty. Give people the benefit of the doubt, because maybe doubt is all they've ever been given. Show them a glimpse of what their lives might look like if they were to elevate their own standards, if they were to rise for the occasion. Give them an occasion to rise to. We don't need to be Greek heroes or public spectacles to make a change. We just need to be ourselves and to believe in a better world.